You are tuning into the True North Church Podcast. Our prayer is that you would be inspired and encouraged by today's message. For more information about True North Church, please visit us online at truenorthak.org. Right, well, Happy New Year. How many of you guys are on a food coma from Christmas? Okay, three of us have our hand raised. How many of you guys after Christmas go, you know, I'm glad there's a week of prayer and fasting coming up to kind of reset my whole entire life and get my discipline back? Anyone here have too many cookies given to them by lovely people who like to fatten people up? And uh, man, I had a great Christmas. Hope you did, my family. Just want to say thank you. We love, love being a part of this incredible church and, and uh, really be able, feel like this is going to be a great year. I want to just take today and, and kind of pinpoint our focus on a few things. We have... Uh, every year, we start the new year out in, in a creative way. In fact, when I, nine years ago, when I, when I got here, I, I, I started talking to the board about I want to do a conference, and they thought, a conference in January, February is stupid. But those weren't the words, excuse me. The words were more like, Mark, it's wintertime. People, it's cold, it's dark. People don't like, you know, it's, it's, it's not the easiest time to get people to come out to church. And I'm thinking, like, that's exactly why I'm going to do, we're going to do a grow conference. We used to call it an encounter conference, but a grow conference uh, uh, at the beginning of the year. Why? Because there's nothing better than to be thermostats and not thermometers. See, a thermostat changes the atmosphere temperature. A, a thermometer reflects the temperature. And at True North Church, we have always had the thought, we are thermostats, not thermometers. How, how many of you guys believe that? How many guys believe that we don't have to reflect the temperature of the culture? We can change the temperature of the culture. And so there's a few things we strategically do in our calendar. It's our rhythm. Uh, we start, and we start Tuesday night with a week of prayer and fasting. You might say, why Tuesday? Because I really feel like uh, three months ago, I, I pulled the staff together. I said, guys, I feel like we're supposed to end our week of prayer and fasting on Saturday with a night believing God for miracles. And so this Saturday, next, this Saturday night, come 7 o'clock. Uh, I'll come all week long. But we're believing Saturday night there's miracles are going to happen. There's going to be wombs opened up. There's going to be lives healed. There's going to be people transformed and delivered and set free. How many of you guys believe God still delivers and sets people free and does those things that we believe? I got four of you saying amen. The rest of y'all, you're just silent ameners. I get it. You know, you're just taking it all in. I appreciate that. Um, but, but, you know, so, so, so this Tuesday night, our week of prayer and fasting starts. It's 7 p.m. We have, we have something for the kids to go. If you want to bring your kids into the auditorium, that's okay. Here's the deal. You might be here and say, Mark, I don't know how to pray. Well, when I went to Bible college, I didn't know how to pray either, other than, you know, God is great, God is good, thank us for this food or whatever, right, you know? Um, but I went to the prayer meetings at Bible college, and I, I, you know how I learned how to pray? Listening to some people learn how to, who knew how to pray. If you're new to Christ and you're new in your prayer journey, come to our week of prayer and fasting and simply listen to other people and copy them. That's how our kids learn how to talk, right? And as you got older, you realize your kids picked up other things from you, Right? And so you want them to pick up prayer from you, so bring them to prayer. Come. It's open to everyone. You want to be here 7 o'clock Tuesday uh, through Saturday, and then we'll have our normal gatherings on Sunday morning. Sorry for tweaking your whole calendar system the first day of the year, okay? But I figured your life's been kind of off schedule a couple days, the last couple days anyway. Um, and, and then we have our GROW conference January 15th through the 18th, and, and uh, that, that is uh, two weeks from now, and we have gotten two incredible. Last year, we had Dobie Weasel and Dr. Alan Tennyson. Dr. Alan Tennyson's coming back. How many of you guys remember Dr. Tennyson? Yeah. 
Uh, he is an incredible, I, 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 you know, uh, he, his family, the Tennyson family, his mother is like in her 90s now. She's still preaching and incredibly, incredibly uh, uh, gifted, anointed, filled with the Holy Spirit people. You want to come, incredibly, uh, just an incredible communicator. And then we have uh, Dave DeMasters come and he's an executive pastor of church in Richmond, Virginia. He grew up. Uh, 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 with, in a Baptist church, didn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, was against it, preached against it, and one day got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and he realized, hey, wait a second here. And so he's going to come, and he's going to teach us about how, how to understand who the Holy Spirit is, and, 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 and he's, there's going to be some breakout sessions on how to hear God's voice, and how, how to hear him from miracles, how to, how to be used by God, and how many of you guys believe God still speaks to us? We call that in the Bible. Now, now we, there's a word that's out there that's kind of scary for some people. It's called prophecy. It's like, oh, that's a scary word. Well, we all believe in that because we all have radios. And those radios can pick up the words that are in the air that we can't see, right? How many of you guys have ever had a transit? Remember the old transistor radios? You had to turn? And you picked up words you couldn't see in the air. Well, how many of you guys believe if God's a God who speaks, spoke the world into existence, can we be the receivers that we tune into his words and hear his voice? And so Grow Conference is for us a chance as a church. We start out with prayer and fasting, and then we move into our Grow Conference, believing God for great things. And so put that on your calendar. In my mind, it's not a negotiable. It's not something you like, you know, if you have to just, you want to be here, um, go to our website. The schedule's there. Pick up some cards and, and uh, detailed schedules on our website. We have, uh, we have some training times uh, before service, and we have our services our gatherings and so, but today I want to talk about how to get the most out of our week of prayer and fasting. And I, I, I don't have that much time, so I'm going to kind of download some stuff. Um, but number one, if you're taking notes on your worship guide, and I, again, they're not filling the blanks because I usually have to have the notes done about two weeks ahead of time. But with Christmas, uh, I, I took a couple days to relax too. And so you guys get this this week because of that. Okay? If you're upset with that, talk to me. It's my fault. Um, but uh, number one, set your prayer objectives. I, I love um, James chapter one, verses four through uh, two, two through three. It says this, James chapter four, excuse me, verses two and three. It says, you do not have because you do not ask God. You do not have because you do not ask God. And when you ask, you do not receive because, say because, so, so you don't have because you don't ask, but some of us ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. In other words, prayer, he, I, I think what James is saying is make sure you recalibrate your objective so it's not about you just receiving for your pleasure, it's about receiving for the purposes of God God put inside of you. And so, so this week, Part of the week of prayer and fasting is, is to reset and say, God, what are my objectives? What, what do you have for me in 2023? That rhymes too. <laughs> you're not have because you don't ask. And when you ask, you, re, you don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives. In, 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 uh, in John chapter 15, verse 7, it says, if, God's word remain, if you remain in God's word as his word remains in us, we can ask whatever we want in his name and it'll happen. But what is it when, the words, when you have the word inside of you, you begin to ask in accordance with his will. And that's, that's important. So, so what are your objectives? 
Friends, it's not, you know, prayer's not getting all your bags in one asket. It's learning how to say, not my will, Lord, but yours be. What are the purposes for my life this year? What are you setting forth for, for Mark Swife? What are you setting forth? And, and you have to start asking God, what are, God, what do you have for me this year? Not what do I want this year? Now, some of the wants and desires could be the same, but, but set the prayer objectives and, and, and make it, God, what do you have for me? What are the areas you'd like for me to grow in this year, Lord? God, what are you calling me into this year? God might be calling you out of some comfort zones and some areas you've never gone before. And so part of prayer and fasting is, is to set some objectives, God. And, 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 and we've already got, we've got some handouts on a nightly basis. I'm going to take about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, do some teaching that I believe is so important for you to grow in different areas. I, I believe this. I, I believe at True North Church, the season we are in right now, we've built a foundation. We're going to build and erect our structure. But guys, here's the deal. You're the church. So this is a year we want to build. We're all called to grow, called to. And so, so, so uh, uh, when you come in the door tomorrow night or Tuesday night, there'll be some handouts. One is a list of growth tools that we have prepared. Um, in a moment, I'll show you that on, uh, in a moment. Uh, on our website, we've got some fasting guides for you to learn how to fast, uh, uh, to, learn, to grow in this area. But so let's set some objectives. That's the first thing, to how to get the most out of this next week. Number two, decide what type of fasting you'll do. Um, and and uh, in fact, let's just go uh, on our website. Write this down if you want, if you're taking notes, www.truenorthak.org, truenorthak.org slash growth tools. Or if you go to our website, uh, uh, there's, there's four things in our key menu. And, and on the end, there's, there's a, a, an area of growth resources, growth tools is there. And you'll bring up, you can download this on our website. We'll be passing it out tomorrow night or Tuesday night as well. We've got prayer resources. I use the Echo Prayer app all the time. When someone says, Mark, could you pray for something? I say, hold on. And I enter in my prayer, my prayer app because if I don't enter it somewhere, I'll forget. Because I'm not, my memory's not as good as the rest of you in this church. Okay. And so prayer resources, Bible study resources, there's some, right now media's a, a, got a library of incredible digital resources for growth and e even cartoons for your kids to watch and all that stuff. And then Bible reading plans and then scripture memory. And I, I want to challenge some of you this year. Set your objectives, but my, my goal this year is to memorize 52 scriptures. Last year I started about three months into the end of the year. I've got 39 scriptures I memorized last year because I realized how does a young person or old person keep himself pure, hiding the word of God in their heart. I want to be someone who knows the word. And, 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 and I want to be someone who has it inside of him because when everything else is taken away, uh, uh, when, when all stripped away, who are we? We're what does the word become flesh inside of our lives and hearts? But, but this week as we head into, into, into prayer and fasting, but on our website is, is an area for how to fast, what it looks like. Uh, there's four types of fast. There's a complete fast. That's drinks only, and that's liquid and light juices. And I've asked my entire pastoral staff, we're doing the complete fast this week. Drinks only, uh, uh, some light juices. There's a selective fast. That's where you choose to do Daniel fast. You see this in the book of Daniel. Where they, they, they didn't eat meats and sweets. And so you can pick that, or partial fast. You might fast a lunch. You might fast a meal, or soul fast. Fast something for your soul. You might fast secular music. When I was a youth pastor, I was big on that. I was big on, guys, the, the stuff you put inside your head has a spirit attached to it. 
How many of you guys ever have a kid spend the night at someone's friend's house, and when he came home, you go, I don't like their attitude? There's a spirit about their attitude. You know, I'll tell you right now, we have, we have a nursing mom's room back there. So if you ever have a crying baby and you don't know what to do with it, slip back there. You can listen to the message and there's a, 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 a you, you know, you, you can see out, but people can't see in. And you can nurse your baby or whatever or get them get not crying. Um, but if I put you in that room and had you listen to some hard rock music and, and, and 50 minutes you came out, you probably wouldn't come out going, oh, God's so good. You have a little like, well, let's go lift some weights or something. Um, but if I had you listen to praise and worship music for 15 minutes and come out to a prayer meeting, you'd be in the right spirit because words have a spirit to them. And so some of you might need to uh, fast some of the stuff you watch, fast some of the games you play on. Some of you might want to fast Facebook and get your face in his book. Back when I was a youth pastor. I, I would say get off my space because my space is God's place if God's space is all space. Never mind. That was 20 years ago. But I love what it says in Matthew. It says when you fast. Say when you fast. God assumes we're going to fast. Let me say that statement right now. God assumes we're going to fast. When you fast. It's part of the Beatitudes, God's first Sermon on the Mount. God's teaching the Sermon on the Mount. And there's three things. He says, when you fast, when you give, and when you pray, because God assumes you're going to fast, God assumes you're going to pray, and God assumes you're part of giving, because that's who Jesus is. So when you fast, do not look somber like the hypocrites do, or disfigure your face and show men they're fasting. I tell you the truth, they'll receive their reward in full. But when you fast, put on oils on your head and wash your face. So that, uh, you should wash your face anyway. So it won't be obvious to men that you're fasting, but only to the, to, to the Father who's unseen. And your Father who's unseen, uh, uh, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. It's in Matthew. In other words, when you fast. I want to encourage you. Maybe you've never fasted. What's fun is every year there's somebody who comes, or there's multiple people that come the week of prayer and fasting, who for the first time in their entire life, it's their first time ever fasting. Now, now, let me just be honest. It's not called dieting. It's called fasting. You choose. The objective is not to lose weight. The objective is to connect with God. That leads me to the next point uh, uh, real quick as we, as we kind of walk through this. Number three, make it a, a heart thing, not a food thing. See, I love what it says in Joel. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord. Part of the way, and why would we do it in January, is January, you know, we can get a, kind of get off on our, on our trajectory of what we eat, and, and time just kind of gets a little bit different. It's a great time to come back and say, God, I'm, gonna, I'm not, I'm, if, don't make fasting about food, make it about your heart. God, rend my heart. Change my heart. Do something in my heart. It really, I, I look at it as it's a soul detox. I, I, I forget who I was. I was somewhere the other day. I think I was traveling. Some said, oh, yeah, I went on this new thing, and I'm, I'm doing a detox. Guys, I, 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 don't, I don't know what your, your eating habits are, but all I know is our soul habits need to detox too. And fasting for me is a time to reset my priorities, reset and say, God, am I fully committed to you? Make it a heart thing, not a food thing. It's not about, I'm not going to eat this week because I'm going to prove to God I love him. 
Not eating doesn't prove God you love him. God, I'm not going to eat this week because I want my heart, or I, 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 there's something I'm going to do, but I'm doing this because I want my heart to be transformed, not my body. The inside, not the outside. Well, these are the fourth principle here is put to death the flesh. See, the actual purpose of fasting is not to prove to God I love him. The, 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 the reason I fast is to kill the flesh in my life and let the spirit grow. See, we're triune beings. We're body, flesh, and, and, and spirit. Or we're soul, flesh, and spirit. And so there's, there's, there, there, there's body, soul, and spirit. And, and my spirit being is the one that's fed during fasting. My body might be, uh, in other words, my hungers and my appetites are always there. But the goal is to make sure that my hunger doesn't drive me, but my hunger for God drives me. My soul. In Romans, Paul says it this way. Paul, Paul always talked about why do I do the things I don't want to do and the things I do want to do I don't do. In fact, and, and I think all of us live with some areas in our life. Why do I keep going down that path I don't want to do? And in that conversation of Romans chapter 6, chapter 7, and chapter 8, Paul comes to a place and says, for if you live according to the sinful nature, the flesh, the sarks, the flesh, you will die. But if, you, if, you, if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you live. Fasting is a time where, 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 where you break your hungers and your appetites of your flesh. See, I look at it this way. If there's a dichotomy, there's spirit and there's flesh in, in, in our life. There's, the, there, there, there's, our, there's our hungers and their appetites, and then there's God's hungers and appetites. It's like having two dogs, but you only have enough food for one. Which one's going to be healthy? The one you feed. Fasting is the time where we say, God, I'm going to feed my spirit this week. I'm going to choose to feed my spirit. I'm going to choose to detox the flesh, not let it control my life, not let the hungers and, and, and the appetites, but God, I'm going to starve the flesh and I'm going to feed my spirit. Uh, and, and then number five, if you want to get the most out of prayer and fasting, number five, choose a different lifestyle. When I say that, in Isaiah chapter 58, it says, why have we fasted, they say, and you've not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and, we've not, and you have not noticed Yet on the day of fasting, you do as you please. In other words, what he's saying is, is that Isaiah's having a dialogue going, man, we fasted, we've done all these things, but we don't see any results. And he goes, because you fasted, but you haven't changed your life, how you live. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Let me say it this way. If you want to see what you've never seen, you have to see what you've never seen. To do what you've never done, you have to do what you've never done. To pray like you've never prayed, you have to pray like you've never prayed. To fast like you've never fasted, you have to fast like you've never fasted. So, so, so back up and, and ask yourself, what are you going to do different? Don't go on. He, he's saying, don't go on like life is normal. In other words, there's some soulless pleasures. There's some things you've incorporated. And I think we have an eclectic faith where we take something from here and something from there and something from here. And I think our holiness factor isn't where it needs to be. And what, what Isaiah is saying is if you want to see God do things like you've never seen God, you might have to take some of those soulless pleasures and not feed them anymore. So this week, 
Would you focus and say, God, are, are, are there some things I can give up this week? Maybe it's video games. Maybe it's sweets. See, here's what I know. If you get angry, if you get angry uh, when you're hungry, it's probably because there's anger in your life that food covers it up. So you know how to meditate. You know how to medicate your anger by feeding. And sometimes when fasting happens, when some of that stuff comes out, it's a great time to say, okay, God, what is it that's going on in my life that's keeping me from becoming whole and holy like you want me to become? And number six, expect results. I'm expecting God to do great things in my life this week. I'm expecting his word to come alive to me. Now, I, I don't believe, and God could do this. God could have an, F, an F-35 pilot put a banner on the back of their plane and then drive over the church today and say, Mark, God's proud of you. God could do that if he wanted to. I don't think that's his way of doing it. But I'm expecting results. I'm believing God that this week people are going to get healed. I believe this week God's going to open up some wombs and some folks that want to have children they haven't been able to yet. Three months ago, I wrote that down. God, I, I, I'm believing for some wombs to be opened, for some marriages to be restored, for God to do some incredible work. Because that's the God I serve. Expect results. Let's dare believe God for the impossible. You believe God for the impossible. In Isaiah chapter 58, it says, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be on your rear guard. Then you will call on the Lord and I will answer. And, and, and you will care, cry for help and he will say, I am here. Now that's in the context of Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58 is an incredible chapter on fasting. But he says, hey, listen, in this time... You're going to cry out to me, and I'm going to hear you. You're, the light's going to break forth in the dawn. In other words, you live in a dark place right now. You've got to believe that God's going to pull back the shades, and there's going to be a new light. You feel like there's been areas in your, in your life, habits, and, and you just can't quite get over. This is the year I believe God can set the captive free and release the oppressed. In Isaiah chapter 61, it says this. It, it, the, the prophet was prophesying about Christ. He said the Spirit of God is going to come upon you. And I'll be, you'll be anointed to preach good news to the poor, to release the oppressed, to set the captives free, and to open prison doors for those that are bound. And then it goes on and says in Zion, there's going to be what? He's going to give you beauty for ashes, the what? The oil of joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for the spirit of what? Heaviness. There's an anointing God wants to pour down on you that shifts the atmosphere, your home, your psyche, your soul. He wants to pivot into... God has things for us this year. How many believe that? I believe our best days are ahead. I believe your best days are ahead. I'm crazy enough to believe. The 22 is great, but 2023 is going to be even better. There's been too many suicides in the military base. 2023, no way, Lord. I'm going to keep praying until I see that, those statistics change. I'm going to keep praying until I see the divorce rates change in Alaska. I'm going to keep praying that God puts a healthy identity inside every single person's mind so they know exactly who they are in Jesus Christ. 
that they're sons and daughters of the Most High God. I'm expecting results this week. I don't know. Anyone else expecting results this week? Anyone else expecting God to do what God does? I don't, I don't want us to show up next Sunday and go, oh, I'm blown away with what God did. No. We should go, man, God's just being God again. God's just being God like he always has been. There's a prayer I've been praying from 2nd from, from Chronicles when, when David hands the baton to his son to build the tabernacle. He says, God, he says, I know you're a man who weighs the heart. You're pleased with integrity. So he prays a prayer over his son. And then Solomon, when they're dedicating the temple, he says, oh, God, I, I pray that you would, you would see us when you look down from heaven and you'd hear us when we pray in this place. And that's my prayer this year. My prayer for the new building. That's, that's, my, that's my prayer for the new building. And when we build it is that God would see us and God would hear us. But my prayer is before we have a new building, God would hear us and God would see us right where we're at. Because when David was building the tabernacle, um, uh, he said, we're not building a place for men, but for God. And this week, this is a place for God. Excuse me, it's, it's, it's a place for God all the time. But this week, we're going to set aside in our rhythm of church uh, 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 a set time, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, to come and say, God, I, I, I want to fast. And I want to I I just have my heart and my spirit fed in such a way that I become the man or the woman you've called me to become. Let's do that. Would you bow your heads, close your eyes all across this place, and just lift your fingerprints to heaven. I'm going to pray over you right now. Lord, I pray right now for every one of us in this room, everyone watching the live stream, we want to become the men and women of God that you've called us to become. God, we're expecting this week great things. We're expecting to move in the hearts and lives and minds of, of young people, God, of, uh, of young married couples, of military personnel, God, of seasoned saints and those that are somewhere in between. God, whether we have hair or no hair or dark hair or gray hair, curly or straight, God, I pray right now, I know this, you look down. And, and God, if two sparrows are sold, if three sparrows, two sparrows are sold for, for, for three pennies, you know, if it's buy one, get one free, you know how many hairs on the top of our head. You know that, God. We, we are so special and sacred to you. We were fearfully and wonderfully made in our mother's womb. This week, this year, would you do a hard reset in our life? And God, some of the habits, some of the hang-ups, some of the areas we need freedom and deliverance for. God, may this be the year we find the path to our freedom, the path to our healing, the path to our hope. I thank you for that. Be sure to stay in touch by following us on social media so you can stay up to date with all that is happening at True North Church.